Welcome to the Smart City Podcast, the technology program that looks at how buildings, communities, and cities are becoming smarter, more efficient, and more connected. We look at everything from the big ideas to drilling down to individual projects and innovative ideas that impact your day-to-day life. The Smart City Podcast is brought to you by Locomobi World, moving the world through sustainable, frictionless, and secure solutions. Welcome to episode number eight, recorded on December 10th, 2020. I'm Alan Cross, along with Locomobi World founder and CEO, Grant Furling. We've reached the end of a crazy year, and you know what that means. We got to do a year-end review. I, I thought it would be kind of nice if we just got together before the holidays and looked back on the dumpster fire that was 2020 and maybe look ahead a little bit to 2021. What do you think the the biggest developments in this year have been, given that the entire world has been affected by COVID-19? Well, I, I think the two biggest developments are this. Tens of thousands of businesses have shut down and they're not coming back. And so the glass half full guys are saying, these people will come back stronger and we'll invent new things and take the turns they had to. The second thing is the ability that people have come together to define the future of technology Probably more importantly, if you have to make it the most single big thing, it has to be the vaccine. Well, this is a vaccine that was developed in nine or 10 months. It's unbelievable. When usually it takes 10 to 12 years for a vaccine. Yeah, maybe five years if you were really pushing it. Well, the fastest one was the mumps vaccine in 1964. So now we've done it in, you know, nine to 10 months. And it's a completely, the the first two vaccines that are out, the mRNA vaccines. Yep, yep. Um, we've never had them before. No, I, that's what I'm saying. So the breakthrough, well, what it tells you, we're all smarter than we've been using, and I won't explain why we hold held back. I'm going to have to think um, two things have changed. We talk about this a lot. Technology is one thing. Regulation is another. These vaccines have gotten through regulation 10 times faster. Well, they have. And even though, <laughs> I mean, if you look at the AstraZeneca vaccine or yep. you look at the uh, uh, the Moderna one. I mean, yep. we're talking when they go through the regulatory process, they submit hundreds of thousands of pages. Just hit it. There you go. And technology. Oh, okay, guys. So we talked about quantum computing. We <laughs> think of how fast all these things will that we've learned now. And it will, it will, it's not about just the vaccine. It's about how hospitals will be technologized, the whole medical industry. It has changed that. We're going to talk about other things, but that's got to be the biggest. Come on. It's, it affects the whole world. Um, and I think it's been tough. And I think that I have, I'm not necessarily saying I agree with it all, but it has affected us to progress. What, S- what, strong people go forward. What fascinates me about the whole COVID thing is how quickly the planet mobilized. I mean, in February, we were still booking vacations for April. Come March 10th, March 12th, 13th, something like that. Suddenly, the entire planet practically moves into crisis mode. Yep. And the way so many people, the people that could adapt, adapted fast. I'll give you an example. My gym, my personal trainer, went from in-person sessions to virtual sessions in a week. A small, single-owner gym uh, in a week. And all of a sudden, you know, at this point last year, Grant, were we talking about Zoom meetings? No. No, 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 no. Now we're into all the other stuff. Yeah, Zoom, those are all the, and not just Zoom. 
other ones now. Well, Microsoft Teams. Everyone. Yeah. And I, so that's great, guys. It really is. Um, don't you think in a lot of way um, it has improved our way of life every day of how we use our day? Well, you talk to my wife who would normally have to get on a go train, get on the subway, get on uh, an elevator, go up to the 26th floor, uh, and then do the whole thing in reverse to come home. And and now I don't know if she's ever really going to want to go back to the office. Well, that's I think office is coming back. I think in a different format. And I think there'll be less space per square foot per office. I mean, I love the ver- I love the meetings. I love sitting here right here in my plant talking to my engineers. Um, so I'll still do that. But I do it twice a week now, Alan, not every day. And so there will be that... Uh, I think the improvement of life and Hey, I have no problem with employees saying because I'm home and not traveling for two hours, I'm going to spend an hour taking a walk on the beach or on the water and come back and work. That's fantastic. I mean, think of it. You're getting, I think you're getting better, better quality. And the fact that we've had to make this adjustment has worked as an excuse for a lot of technology to go into fast forward mode. I mean, what we have seen over the last nine or 10 months might've taken four or five years, but because the need was there, we've really accelerated technological. Again, that's adoption. the second biggest effect of this whole thing, right? Of the year is that COVID created all these great new technologies that developed or ones that are already there that, that were, that were pushed ahead much faster. Um, and, and I think, and you look at how we started out in, in this year with our, with our podcast, we started with you and I, and then we started with the big global area of, of Amazon and, and, and how the whole network course of, and how it was being developed and how they're listening at, at, at Amazon. And then through each one, every time we talk about something, what'd they bring up? Just had it now in our last one. 5G network compatibility. Then we get a com- uh, we got someone on talking about uh, from Dream who's making these new communities that are going to be amazing. But what do you talk about? Comfortability, social adaptability, safety. Then we bring a guy in talks about these communities and cyber problems and and every podcast we brought up tied so nicely together. You know when Tridal talked about all these smart buildings. Well. Wasn't it always the same thing, though? Comfortability, accessibility, safety. Um, security. Security. And how has it all started? I got to tell you, it started this year in a big way. We're seeing more uh, adoption of electric vehicles. Uh, we would talk to uh, somebody about uh, charging stations inside buildings these days and how those are proliferating. Yeah. And, and, and um, again, that's a network. Um, how do we link that electric car? Um, well, I mean, because of all the fast-paced technologies, guys, and all these SPACs coming out in the stock market are just blowing new technologies from QuantumScape that's going to have this incredible solid-state battery that changes all of our lives, not just in cars, um, to um, you know the flying taxis, to even, okay, let's take it simpler, Alan. What is the greatest thing I've had? I'm going to tell you. What do you want to eat tonight, Joyce? Well, I don't want sushi. So what are your own? I'm having burgers. I think that never goes away. I'm sorry, uh, restaurants, because I love going out to restaurants. Alan, I go out three oh, times. I'm out at restaurants three times. I support my community, yeah. and we can't wait. But the other side is my whole office here, 
They don't go out. I see Uber come in here three times a day. Uber Eats, DoorDash, Skip the Dishes. Yeah. Uh, then there's there's then there's the direct to home stuff like Hello Fresh. There's everything. Oh yeah, yeah. And the curbside business, which we as a company developed software for, because we saw the need. The curbside, the drive throughs have to be faster, quicker. Um, we have created an industry that is faster paced, but must be sustainable and must be again socially acceptable. I think that's okay. I've learned that too. I went out for lunch yesterday <laughs> because I needed to get out of the house. Yep. That's why we do it, right? Right. And I went into my, my, my pita place to have a nice chicken pita and they had closed everything down. I had to eat it in my car. I can't wait until- That sucks. See, that's it where really it sucks. does. I can't wait until I can go to my favorite places, spread out my newspaper or my iPad or whatever it is, have my lunch on a really, you know- uh, relaxed pace and, and just enjoy my food instead of sitting in the car. And we want to do that. Yes. Um, but I think, and, I, and I'm going to do it. I mean, but I like having everything now, like maybe restaurants shut at 10 o'clock at night and continue well, with Uber all or, night. <laughs> or you don't have a restaurant, a physical restaurant at all. You just have yeah. a ghost kitchen. Oh yeah. I thought of that, but think of being the good ones. Well, we won't do lunch, but we'll do dinner. Save costs, save overhead. You know, there's all kinds. We'll do lunch, but we won't be open. Yeah, there's so many things now. And and so I think that's been, okay, that's a real major one for me. And and I think it is for everybody. I've never seen it so well done. And there's always, like, if I go home now, there'll be a package at the door. Yeah. There will be. Yeah, every day a new package comes. <laughs> I, I got to admit, I have, I've been doing a lot more online shopping. Who not, hasn't? Not just from Amazon. No, no. But from a variety of No, dealers. Amazon created the the model. And early stages were laughed at. And now the model's followed by everybody. Um, and we have a great Canadian company called Shopify mm-hmm. that has allowed every, okay, that has allowed every business that was in trouble to, to take a quick exit, right-hand turn, and get online quickly. So that's another big, big mega change today. What, what we should point out is people who don't know what Shopify does, they do all the back-end stuff. So you don't go to Shopify.com to buy something. No. You go so to- you. Yeah, you go to your. Uh, but they're they're all set up. Yeah, so so Shopify creates the the online commerce the experience back end and experience for anybody who wants it. Yeah, but everybody who wants it that can't afford to be an Amazon right. and, and wants it immediately, like you can re- register in a day and have your website up and running. And uh, I give that advice to a lot of people who come to me on business advice. So Alan, I think that's. Um, man, I you know when you think of it, and we we I'm glad we talked about that's it. a Canadian company built based out of Ottawa. Uh, one of the highest growth companies on the New York Stock Exchange. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, not that I'm flagging my flag, but we like to once in a while. And uh, and I'm glad to see that. But I'm, I'm glad to see that anywhere. And so those are the things that we never saw before. And we can go to Peloton. <laughs> we, <laughs> Come yes. on, guys. I mean, Peloton, Nordatrack was forced to follow in Peloton's uh, guys, follow their lead. It's innovation. Yeah. And okay, I don't use it. Have you seen that mirror thing? That's okay. So who buys mirror? Lululemon. That's right. They did. Come on, guys. That's right. Yeah. It's really, now me, I have Lululemon a block from my house. Yeah. Right. And um, I still want to go there. And there's Linus. But they've made that change. They've made that big jump. Because a lot of people are wary about going out to gyms. A lot of people are worried about their physical health. 
in times of lockdown. So if you can bring the trainer to you, I mean, all, I do all my training now, same gym, which is a couple blocks from your place, same gym, but we do it via Zoom. Uh, and it's, it's, it's as interactive as you can possibly get without actually having somebody touch you yeah. and, and, you know, correct your form. For the hard trainer, he ain't going to go spend 10 grand on weights. So he's waiting for it to come back. And there's a lot of those guys. Right. Okay. You can't, I've got machines at my house now that I can do it, yeah. but my son has to go to the, to the big gym. Because you need the gear. He needs everything. Yeah. And so that's never going away. And so, um, that's a nice thing where you can have the mix. That same company can have both and some will have only that. But again, we've seen another year change this year because of 2020's uh, COVID um, start. You realize what we've done here is we've enumerated a number of good things about 2020. Isn't that what we're supposed to do? Yeah, but it's, some, <laughs> but it's something that a lot of people haven't, haven't I done. I want to do that, Alan. Well, you I have mean, to. You have to. You mean, gotta, you gotta, it can't be all, all doom. Oh, I get it. No, no. We all get the doom. Yeah. Let's just talk about where we're, guys, you can go backwards all you want, but we're here today. Well, here's what's going to happen in 12 to 18 months when most of this is going to be in our rearview mirror, we're going to look back on this time and marvel at how quickly and adeptly we adapted to a crisis. Because that's what people do. And that's the faith you have in in our, in our, in our generation and generation after us is we adapt. Um, Canada's a bigger adapter because we've always been an adapter, not being a major economic power at the time. And I think we're changing that. We've adapted always very fast. We're, we have to, and we love it. And I think it's great, but everyone did. The big guys adapted. Um, and I don't want to talk about, it's really, really tough what happened. So there's nothing I can say that everyone doesn't know and we're on all sad about, but I'm here to say all this is going to change for the better. And um, we're part of that. Let's go back to vaccines for a second. We have the two <laughs> big vaccines that have been approved so far yeah. as, as we sit here. Yeah. They are mRNA vaccines. Yeah. They have never been deployed before, but, and as a result, you know, the reason we could do this in nine to 10 months is because research into mRNA vaccines had been going on for a number of years. Yeah. So we didn't start from zero. No, no, but it wasn't in a rush. It wasn't in a rush because there was no application for it. Now, what will be the other applications for mRNA vaccines going forward? You know, because of the way yep. it works with protein spikes and all that sort of thing. Could this, I'm just going to throw this out there because we're dealing with coronaviruses and the common cold. Which we've never solved. Is a form of coronavirus. Oh, there's a bunch. Well, of, there's a bunch. Yeah. There's a bunch. The sniffle cold is one of them. 147 different coronaviruses yeah, known yeah. to identify, known to cause the common cold. Now, remember, Alan, this is just one that we're fixing. So that's, I know. But if we work on our mRNA vaccines, is it possible that we will have a universal coronavirus vaccine? Okay. Curing the common cold. Okay. So here's where I'm going to take you. And we've had this talk on many of the shows. What technology? Quantum computing. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Of course we are. They're going to take every bit of information ever known to man back to when Einstein, Einstein came up with quantum theory, radio up to what we're doing uh, now. That wasn't Einstein. I'm sorry, not Einstein, but... Um, uh, um, um, Heisenberg. I, no, no. No, no. No, no. Max Planck. No, who no, no. Einstein is the known for photon and quantum, quantum theory. But there are other people who also did it. But the... But the idea of the mathematics of it and, and the idea of being, it doesn't matter. What I'm trying to say is 
hundreds and hundreds of years, we are now going to have all this. We have smarter companies, all this technology. Watch. If they, you know, you guys know that regulations and dollars speak. Okay. So I, you know, that'll always be the factor that makes these people go forward. But if we invest the time in this infrastructure of medical, um, I think these are all solvable. I think quantum computing is the future um, and it can learn and, and decide and take these. So, you know, when they were talking, you know that a lot of the stuff was done with AI. Mm. A lot of the stuff they worked on was done through artificial intelligence. So this is just, you know, taking it to another level. So my answer is yes. Oh, I thought of another thing. Oh boy. Reduce pollution levels. Of course. Again. Of course. Yeah. Because nobody's driving anymore. Well, well, they're driving, but when they are, they're driving. I believe the right now they haven't. I mean, the, the green industry are hurrying right now because but what they don't know is it's solving some of the cars on the road, but it killed the transit industry. That's so, true, so, yes. So we're back to, no, but we're back to, oh, boy, here I go. I don't want to keep saying this, but quantum computing, how do we mix the right mix? Um, how do we make the equilibrium so that it all works? Well, we say use transit. We say use cars because they're not going away. But guess what cars are going to be? Electric. And so we are fast pacing. Now, come on. Honestly, I didn't talk about electric car last year. Now I'm reading so much about green and technology. I've already ordered one, as you know. And so we are going to solve the climate problem. Um, we are going to solve, in our shows, we talked, Alan, about uh, sustainability and so many things, whether it be Tridel to Dream to um, electric charging, all the shows we did, they're all part of what you just said. Yeah, we're, we are. Here's a better one. Are we going to solve? We're solving it. We're solving it right now. We are solving it right now by doing this podcast and having people call in. Um, so we are solving it. And I think that's the challenge that the bigger companies are going to have, not the little guy. You know what? After this conversation, I feel a little bit better about 2020, and I certainly feel a lot better for 2021. It's, it's going to be a year of transition as we get everybody vaccinated and we start moving back towards whatever normal will be going forward. But uh, I think next time, at this year, uh, at this time next year, when we have the same conversation, uh, I think it's going to be a lot different. And, but just as optimistic, if not more so. Oh, Alan, I'm, so, you know, I'm pumped about next year. But then again, I'm always like that. Um, so I only look at opportunity uh, to help people, which we do. Um, personally, we do a lot of that and charities and all that. But my point is, I see so much excitement, so much learning. And how can you not want to be excited about learning? And so I think everybody is going gonna, is gonna to be able to, to learn so much and Many people are going to be the direct um, users of everything we do, and therefore they are going to be able to enjoy the new technologies, and they're going to come faster now, faster and faster. And that little guy in the basement is going to be the next big guy that makes a billion dollars. Good for him. I'm, I'm for all that. So I, I think that in my life, which is fairly extended now. This is the biggest year of my life. Um, I've never been through anything like this. Nobody has. Not even the war has created shutdowns. So for me, it'll always be an impact on me. I've learned to be more socially adaptable. I have been um, more respectful 
of many things that weren't even on my mind. Don't, don't think I was trying to be ignorant, but ne- they weren't even on my mind. So this is a big year and I'm excited of what I've learned, not what I've lost. Let's end with this. I will say that the best antidote for anxiety is optimism. Well, um, the worst thing for anxiety is fear. So you got it. And that's it for this edition of the Smart City Podcast. More programs are coming your way in 2021. In fact, we've already lined up more smart people who will join us to talk about their ideas for connecting us together through smart technologies. If you have any feedback or questions for us, we'll take them. Send everything to feedback at thesmartcity.blog. Again, that's feedback at thesmartcity.blog. Check out our website, thesmartcity.blog, for past programs, as well as who and what else is coming up. The Smart City Podcasts are brought to you by Locomobile World, moving the world through sustainable, frictionless, and secure solutions. Executive producer is Grant Furlay. Technical production by Rob Johnston. Executive assistant, Andrea Crawford. Happy holidays, happy new year, and we'll see you in 2021.